inspiring actionable content that helps you get focused get started and be impactful this is audacity today hello and welcome to this episode of audacity to lead my name is dio samuel and this is the podcast where i give you the courage and necessary insight to step out and lead with more influence today i'm having a special 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 guest and his name is david shrenakan he's the host of smashing the plateau podcast is the president of 10 strategic partners where he helps companies keep hitting the roadblocks he works with ceos of successful successful companies that keep hitting the roadblocks and he helps them reduce stress decrease costly mistakes and identify find and integrate and manage resources companies need to smash the plateau and drive success Today, we are going to be discussing how to align your business with your values. David, are you ready to rock? I am re- I am ready, Dale. Thank you so much for having me on today. Thank you so much for being a guest here. Well, for somebody who's getting to meet you for the first time, I've talked about you a little and... You are the host of Smashing the Plateau podcast. Can you give us a little background of how you got started with Smashing the Plateau and how you actually started your company's 10 strategic partners? Sure. So I started 10 strategic partners in 2006. Uh, after spending several decades in, um, in the business world as an employee where I was... Uh, mostly in leadership and management roles in small organizations. So I learned a lot about leadership and management. Um, Earlier in my career, I was an engineer and I worked in the corporate world uh, as a project manager. And what I did was um, I combined those experiences and wanted to be able to help more people than I could, kind of one, one organization at a time, which is all you can do as an employee. And uh, I started 10 Strategic Partners. And and one of the things that I found fairly early on in my business is that there's uh, there are differences between being a a coach, a consultant, and a project manager. And what I found is that most people who are leaders of, of particularly of small organizations have lots of ideas. And what they, um, what they tended to lack was consistency in being able to implement the, the ideas that would drive success based on their own particular definition of success. And what, what I find is, is really one of the most important keys to being more successful is just taking consistent action. Um, and there's, there's some nuances around that, but most importantly, it's taking consistent action. We get distracted and we lose focus and the, the day to day, particularly when, when day to day involves, um, dealing with crises and and fighting fires, which we all have to deal with as leaders, um, that tends to take over building something that is going to create long-term value and long-term success. So that's sort of my background. And then we can talk about some of the nuances of, of 
how you end up doing this in a business. And that, that actually has led to the, the podcast, Smashing the Plateau, which is, you know, if you've been in a leadership role in a, either a small business or, or even a bigger organization, you've been in a leadership role for a while and you've had some successes, um, we all get to, the, to these places where we're at a plateau, right? So you, you build something, um, you take it to market, you generate some revenue, you're able to generate consistent revenue. You may have some employees. Um, and then what do you need to do to get to the next level of success? It's not always so easy, right? So what does it take to, to get, when you hit that plateau, what does it take to actually break through and create greater success? And again, success is very, um, is very personal. It's, it really differs a lot from individual to individual. So when you talk about uh, values. Values are really intrinsic to being able to understand what success looks like and what it will be for you and how do you create that in a business context. So that's that's what the show is all about. I dig into what you actually just said now because one of the things I know about the person listening to us right now is the fact that the person has had some levels of success and there's always a time when you want to go beyond the level where you are and you're actually stuck at a particular level and i understand very very well what you meant by it when somebody gets to a plateau you, however i would like to know if somebody's at a particular point and the person doesn't seem to be able to cross that what are the steps someone can take to actually smash the plateau and cross over that yes absolutely well the first thing is actually going back to your initial question about values right understand what it is that are your your core values be really clear on what those values are and think about what it is that you're trying to create with your business and in particular one of the first questions to ask is what do you want your personal life to look like and your business to look like at the end of the story, right? So we can't really plan what we're trying to do today unless we know where we want to end up. And for most people, that's actually a pretty daunting question because what I'm, what I'm asking is, um, especially if, like if you're a small business owner, what I'm asking you to do is if you want to be in this business for the rest of your life, when you're getting close to the end of your life and you look back over what you've accomplished, what do you want to be able to say that you've accomplished personally and that you've accomplished with your business? If you're trying to create your business and you want your business um, to end when you stop working in it, that's one thing. If you want to create a business that you want to be able to hand off to somebody else, either you're trying to get it to a certain point and sell it or you want to, you know, if you were creating a family business, you want to pass it on to one or more of your children. What do you want it to look like at that point, right? And and for for many of us, especially if we're in the early stages of a business, it seems um, it seems like really pie in the sky to think about what do I want this to look like in ten or twenty or thirty years. Um, but it's a really important question because you can't, as I said, you can't plan what you want to do today unless you want to know where you want to end up. So the first step is think about the end of the story first, then come back to today, and in particular. Um, the couple things that you should do in order to smash the plateau. Uh, number one is 
understand again go, going back to your your concept of your values what does success look like and su- success is not an absolute it's a scale right you can create more success or you can create less success looking at your values some of your success is going to be financial right you want maybe you want to make more money you want your business to be more profitable you want um, you want to create perhaps recurring revenue so you have um, a business that that feeds itself uh, so it's not about you constantly selling 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 um, so so what does success look like and in particular how would you measure success um, so Profit and loss is is one metric. For many business owners, it's about being able to step away from the business and take some time off. So, how do you how would you measure that? Um, for some people, it's creating a community of followers. How would you measure that? Um, so, you can think about what it is that that identifies success for you and how you would measure it. Uh, then the next most important step is create a really simple plan to take some action that you believe is going to improve your rate of success and identify one action that's going to be the most important one for you to take. Think about what you would measure to see how successful you are as a result of that action. Make sure you have a time set aside to actually Look at the metric, right? If it's if it's profit, make sure you have a regular time to sit and look at your profitability. If it's um, customer satisfaction, make sure you have a way to measure that and you have a time set aside to do that. Again, whatever your metric is, make sure that you or, – or multiple metrics, make sure you have time to do it. Then learn from the results so that you can improve for the next step because business is an iterative process. So is life. We make a plan, take a step, measure the results, learn from the results, and then make an improvement for the next step and then keep at it. So business, like if we look at people who have been wildly successful, generally that success has not come about overnight. It's generally – there have been lots of steps along the way. And we may hear about it after they re- achieve some kind of public recognition, but the but there are a lot of steps along the way, and the steps generally involve incremental progress, right? So think about how you would create incremental incremental progress for yourself in your business and in your life. That's the that's the basic framework. Wow, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. To reiterate. One of the things that you said that is constant is take action massively. And one of the things I am proposing, propagating on this podcast has always been to get focused, get started, and then be impactful. And I love how you actually said it just now that first off, go to the future capture the end of the story, come back to the front and then walk forward. Then you define your success. Then you measure the success as you go on and then you create a plan. And one of the things you said that actually stood out to me is the fact that know the most important action to take per time. I really, really, really love that. Thank you so much for sharing. Now let's get to aligning your business with your values. Now, I 
know that there are a couple of values people have. There's a personal value and there's a, there's the business values. Do you mind sharing with us what is the difference or what are the differences between personal values and business values? I don't think there actually is any difference because your business needs to represent your personal values because everybody looks to you as the as the CEO. Everybody looks to you for cues on how to behave. Right? So, right? So let's say you're in charge of 10 people and you have a weekly meeting that's supposed to start every Monday morning at nine o'clock. And you actually show up for the meeting at 10 minutes after nine. Well, pretty soon, all the people who are coming to the meeting are going to start showing up at 10 after nine because they're taking their cues on behavior from you. Right? So if you want if punctuality is an important value, you better make sure that you're there before the meeting starts and start the meeting exactly on time. And if people start coming in late and they're missing the beginning of the meeting, they will catch on very quickly that punctuality is an important value. Awesome, 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 awesome. I love the fact that you actually made it clear that the values you bring to your business is the value that is in your personal life. And I really, really love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Now, I want to go to something you actually said on a podcast you recently did. And you talked about if you can't find a family, then you can create an adopted family. Now, bringing that to business, because it was in a business conversation you were having, and bringing that to business, how do you think if you bring people into your business, let's say especially family, how do you communicate the values that you have such that those that you bring in into your business can actually get it. Okay, so we we all know companies that are well known as great places to work. And then we know companies that are awful places to work. Right? So if you're when you're in a family, you don't get a choice about being in a family. You're born into a family, right? Or you might be adopted into a family. But in general, there's not a lot of choice about who's part of your family. Mm-hmm. But you do get to choose, right? You do get to choose who are your friends, and you get to choose who's your community, right? So if you think about um, in, in a business, particularly in today's world where there's so much flexibility about how we work, where we work, when we work, with whom we work, it's no longer command and control. Um, the, the kind of corporate environments that may, might have been the norm 50 years ago or 75 years ago, and I, I don't think it makes any difference where you are in the yeah. world. In, in corporate life, um, there was a time when the, the leader of the company dictated that something was going to happen and everybody had to follow, period. Mm-hmm. End of discussion. If you wanted to work there, you didn't have any choice. Right nowadays, it doesn't work that way. If you, as a as a business leader, particularly if you think about today's global companies, and it doesn't matter whether your company has ten employees or has thousands of employees, lots of companies that have ten employees have people that are dispersed um, in many different geographic locations. It's really common today, and it's becoming increasingly common. So, how do you create an engaged workforce where people are excited? to be part of your team and essentially being to be part of your community 
um, you need to create a, a, an environment where people are excited about coming to work and excited about contributing to the effort. Uh, and, and it doesn't happen in a vacuum. So it's, uh, take, it takes a, a very thoughtful leader, one who is really good at listening to employees' needs, good at listening to the marketplace and understanding what customers want and what they'll pay for, uh, whether it's a, a consumer-to-consumer business or, or uh, I'm sorry, business-to-consumer business or business-to-business to business kind of business. You still have to understand what, what motivates buyers. Um, and you need to understand what motivates employees to do a good job and to be to want to be part of the team. So, so in terms of you know creating that environment, you want to create a, a a community where people feel like they're part of something bigger than themselves, where they're part of a family and they want to be engaged. They want to they want to do the right thing, right? And it takes takes leadership skills to do that. You were actually talking about coach consultants that they have a lot of ideas and they are not able to implement. I was going to ask you the other time if you can explain that a little. Sure. So, um, people who are entrepreneurs have lots of ideas. They generally implement very few of them. And the ones that they do try to implement, they generally don't stick with the implementation for all that long. So, if you think about what a coach does is a coach um, just provides advice and maybe asks questions. A, a consultant does some analysis and, and makes recommendations. A project manager is responsible for making sure that the, that the project actually gets implemented and, and you work through to conclusion. Right? I think the project manager is the most important component because people, and this is also part of the difference between being a leader and a manager. Right? Leaders are, are great idea generators and they're great at inspiring people managers are really good at making sure that the ideas get implemented and making sure that um, they're implemented systematically so the the management part is what's often lacking particularly in uh, I find in smaller organizations what we do um, in 10 strategic partners is actually a combination of all three because you can't you can't um, you can't manage the project unless you've actually done the 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 coaching and consulting work and sometimes clients need different components at different points in time so what we do actually is a hybrid of all three um, and it starts with a little diagnosis and planning process and then we focus heavily on the implementation, but the implementation includes, uh, again, depending upon who the client is and what they need at different points in time. Sometimes it's really heavy on coaching. Other times it's heavy, heavier on consulting. Other times it's heavier on the project management. Wow. I love, I love, love, love that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Now, if I am going to ask that, if somebody wants to come in contact with you or let's say if somebody wants to get in touch with you after now what where do does that person find you where can someone find you um they can go to our website tendstrategicpartners.com and uh, our contact information is there i offer a free discovery session with qualified candidates so they'll get to spend uh, time with me and we will identify some 
actions that you can take in your business that will create greater success over the next year. That's the purpose of the discovery session. So I'm happy to do that. Uh, again, 10strategicpartners.com is where they can find that. They can also go to our website and download a free ebook called Five Setbacks Experience by Superstar Entrepreneurs. Those are examples of some of the guests I've had on my podcast and what they have done to overcome their challenges. Right. So the, every entrepreneur has setbacks and every entrepreneur hits a plateau, um, generally multiple plateaus. And these are great examples of people, people that I, I think uh, some of whom will be recognizable names and others who are less recognizable, but what they've done to overcome their own setbacks. And it's free. Well, you made this statement just now that I actually loved multiple plateaus and actually sometimes when we are trying to get over ourselves and get specific results with whatever it is we are doing especially in our businesses there's a time that <laughs> i know that feeling when you are able to cross a level and then you get to another level and then you stop and then you try to move to another level and you can't just move beyond that so i want to say thank you so much for sharing with us today david I really, really appreciate your time being here. I really, really want to say thank you. And with every single listener right now, I want to say thank you to you, David. And thank you, Deo. Thank you for your work. You're doing awesome work, and I, I love what you're doing. And that's it for this episode of Audacity Lead. For every single thing we've mentioned, including the links to David's site, you can pick them all up at the show note for this episode and we hope to have you again on the next episode thank you so much for listening my name again is Dio. remember to get focused get started and be impactful